0: Hey there, welcome to this week's episode. Oh, this one is gonna be sharing a journaling practice, a journaling technique that you can try. And my intention is that you can use this technique to help you elevate the level of self-love that you experience in your life. So Dr. Maya Angelou, she said, "'I learned a long time ago, "'the wisest thing I can do is be on my own side.'" And I think that quote is just such a beautiful, succinct definition of what self-love is and self-love is the way you respect yourself it's an ability to appreciate yourself it's treating yourself with kindness compassion and grace and self-love is this combination of the way you treat yourself but also the way you speak with yourself what is your inner dialogue like is it overly critical or is it loving and kind and compassionate now self-love is a journey for most of us It's not a destination because as with anything in life, there are always opportunities and experiences that we can engage with to expand the way we experience self-love and to expand and evolve our definitions. And self-love can look like a lot of different things. I'm gonna share some examples here, but feel free to add some of your own to the list. So self-love looks like saying positive things to yourself. It's having that ability to check the inner critic so it doesn't drag you down. It can involve setting appropriate boundaries so that you can protect yourself and protect your time, protect your energy. It's choosing yourself and and advocating for yourself. It's being easy on yourself when you make a mistake or when you don't get the results that you wanted. It's setting goals that you care about and pursuing them. It's taking care of yourself, prioritizing yourself, knowing that self-care isn't selfish. And it's also about asking for help and allowing yourself to be supported by others. Now, I believe there's a correlation between self-love and how you show up in the world. With self-love, we can feel comfortable and secure in ourselves. With self-love we can look in the mirror and we can like the reflection we see. Without self-love, things can be more challenging because without self-love we can be highly critical of ourselves and if you're if that inner voice is undermining if it's critical if it trips you up if it doesn't believe in you then it can be a lot harder to navigate life's challenges but also to go after the things that you care about this is why self-love is such an important thing to cultivate without self-love we can also have people pleasing tendencies so on the one hand it's it's powerful to be in community and in connection in relationships where we are serving each other however we need to get the balance right because we need to be able to live our authentic lives and if we're doing things because we think other people expect or desire that of us but they don't make us feel good then we need to reflect on that and we need to look at where we need to step back and explore different approaches if we don't have self-love we can actually hold ourselves back from going out of the things we care about and in terms we compromise our dreams and our desires and so self-love is something to look at to put under the microscope to bring our conscious awareness to because often there are opportunities to elevate the level of self-love we feel especially if we've grown up without good models for self-love and I think a lot of us can probably fall into that category because A lot of us were taught that self-love was selfish and that we should put others' needs before our own. However, the question is, can you pour from an empty cup? And self-love is that practice, that decision that allows you to ensure you have more to give because you feel grounded and good inside. So if self-love is something that is lacking or is missing in your life or is something you know you can elevate, I want you to know that there are proactive steps you can take to be more loving towards yourself. And surprise, surprise, as this is a journaling podcast, I want to tell you that journaling is a tool that can help. And so I want to share a technique today which I use often and which I've found lots of benefit from because you may find some benefit from it too. So first I will share the question, the prompt, and then I'm going to share a collection of tips and approaches that will help you get the most from this practice. So here is the prompt. I invite you to write a list of things you love about yourself. So very simple question, just a list of things you love about yourself. And I encourage you to aim for at least 25, but more is better in this scenario because that is the power of list journaling. And here's the reason why. Chances are, you'll be able to find at a superficial surface level things that you can love so you might say oh i love the way i take care of my family or i love the way that i smile at a stranger or i love the way that when i'm in a supermarket and someone's got a a a small number of items i let them jump the queue for example those are three really simple things and you can probably find a number of things that just roll off your tongue because they're present And so you want to add those to your list first. But then you'll reach a point of, oh, I can't think of anything else. No, nothing else is coming to mind. And that's the point where you get to dig, where you get to dig deeper. And you have to expand your awareness of what you can love. And this is where we get to leverage curiosity and creativity to uncover new ideas, like new concepts, new things that we can bring to our conscious awareness and place on that list. And as that list grows, you start to see more and more things that, oh, I love that and I love that. And what that does is it brings into your conscious awareness that there are more parts of you that you can appreciate. So you might appreciate, oh, I I love the fact that when people are are sad, I, I like to go and help people. Or I love the fact that I love sitting under a blanket in evenings when it's when it's a cold day. That, that, that feels like a loving thing. That makes me feel good about myself. And we can celebrate the big things. I love the fact that I love serving people. And we can appreciate the little things too. I actually really love my smile. That's a small thing. So we want to really dive into this list. And it, because it takes courage, it takes courage to add things to that list, especially the things that are like, oh, can I can I say that about myself? Can I acknowledge that about myself? And especially if you're someone who has been shut down in the past, but they've said, oh, you can't, you're bragging, or you're big headed, or you're conceited. Like If we've had that story of those experiences, then it's very easy for us to dial it in a critic when we are starting to bring to the surface things that could elicit that reaction again and so we need to get that balance between I acknowledge the fact that I don't want to get too big for my boots however at this point in time I'm going to allow myself to acknowledge the fact that I love this aspect of who I am and so just allow that list that desire to add to the list to elicit more and more things that you can love about who you are And then here's a way to expand this experience. Once you've added something to your list, you can think about why do you love that about yourself? Like Answering the why is often very insightful. It can give you more insight into who you are and what you value and how you see yourself. And I also encourage you to feel how you feel when you are putting different items on your list. What items are really easy to accept and own? What items make you feel more, maybe cringing or or uncomfortable? What items do you initially think, oh, I can't say that, and then they make it onto your list. Just notice the emotional journey that happens as you create the list of things that you love about yourself. And then when the list is complete, and you don't have to do this in one sitting. In fact, I recommend that you sit with it for a week, let's say, because what will happen is, That question, once it's asked, sits in your subconscious and you will start to uncover new things. Experiences will happen that will remind you of some things to add to your list. And just the notion of having that question there, it starts to sharpen your focus. It directs your attention. Oh, I've got to find things I love about myself. Now I'm going to start noticing them all because I've asked myself that question. So allow that list to grow and develop over time. And then allow that list to bolster you. It's okay to use tools to bolster ourselves to help increase the feelings of self-love we have. In the words of Buddha, you yourself, as much as anybody in the entire universe, deserve your love and affection. Think about how loving words can inspire or empower or support the people that you love. Think about the way you talk to your your children, your partner, your close friends, your colleagues. Think about how your love showered on them helps them to be their best self, helps them to step into challenges more fully, helps them to evolve into elevated versions of who they are. Imagine if you could direct that love onto you. What would be possible if you were filled and infused with self-love? Remember, as I already said, self-love is that journey. It's not a destination, it's not a once and done, it's a practice but it's a practice that allows you to feel good about who you are and when you feel good about who you are we can be more loving to others, we can be less judgmental to others, we can be kinder to others. I often wonder what would happen if overnight the self-love switch was activated for everyone on the planet I wonder how that would change how we interact with each other. But it starts with it starts with individuals, it starts with ourselves choosing to be more loving and more accepting and kinder to ourselves as individuals and then that can then spill out wider. So I hope you enjoy this practice. I hope you enjoy this deep dive into the concept of self-love and I hope you enjoy the experience of surfacing the things that you love about yourself and I, I inspire, I, I invite you to activate the courage to dig deeper to don't just acknowledge the, the things that feel safe and easy to acknowledge but to move beyond that and see what you can add to your list that is confronting but also expansive. I think it can be a really cool experience and I invite you to try it at some point this week. So, as always, if you enjoyed this episode, let us know. We're at Best Self Co on Instagram. I am at Georgina Amishady. Please also feel free to rate and review the show. Um, if you know another journaler or people who are interested in inner work that would be interested in engaging in these conversations, please send them the link, rate and review the show, all that good stuff, because it just helps us get more people into our community. And there's potency in investing in inner work. When we can do our own thought labour, when we can explore how we think and feel through the safety of the blank page, how we get these deeper insights, these discoveries, we come to know ourselves at deeper and deeper levels. I think that's powerful. It's why I love this podcast and why I love these conversations. So until next time, have fun exploring your self-love list and most importantly, get to writing.